Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. <laughs> we got that laughter for your soul. You're now tuned in to the Frankie Quinones Show. I know, but did you see the sound engineer when he gave that thumbs up? He had a strong thumb, huh? Yeah, you know what they say about that? What do they say, girl? That, what, a good thumbs up or okay? I mean, squirting. I cabrona, dang. That's why I like you, girl. You're so open, you know? I mean, yeah, just, I mean, have you squirted before? I've got, hey, girl, of course, you know? And luego, because my man Peter... You've seen his thumb. He plays tennis, so he works with different things, but he has a strong thumb también. Oh. So he does the backhand, that thing. He plays me like he's, he's got the He's got it in the wrist. Exactly, girl. Oh, yeah. In the wrist. Boom, like that. See? Yeah. And it's just a lot of energy. Y luego, when he does that, he kind of plays me like he plays the, the you know, the tennis racket. Oh, that's why I'm telling hand. you, like, guitarists, too. Like, oh, if yeah. you find a guitarist, tennis, sound engineers, DJs. Oh, the DJs. I mean, yes. come on, the DJs. Oh, yeah. They know how to it's all, what? You like Niagara Falls, Squirt all Town, day. USA, you know? And it feels good. I'm like it's sweating natural. just thinking about it. I know, me too. Ay, Corona, you're making me hot. I know. Okay, shall we get started? Okay, you guys. Um, you know, this is, uh, I'm doing an interview right here with my homegirl, Malice. This is JC, a.k.a. Juanita Carmelita. But thanks for coming in, girl. Yeah, I missed you. It was cool to hang out. Huh? Yeah, it's always good kicking it with you, you know? So, as you know, we met because um, you you were a dancer for a long time. How many years were you dancing? Um, I'm aging myself, but 20 years. 20 years. I know. And it's a trip because you were like, you're like a legend in, in that scene. I remember I went to every every city I went to, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, aquí in Los Angeles. Y luego I was in... Um, in, uh, in Portland. Oh, and Portland. They, and That's my town. To like, hey, JC, good to see you. Girl. They, hey, you know Malice, huh? They would always name drop you like that. I said, hey, this girl got it. You know, she put it down in all yeah, these cities. Yeah, I mean, Portland was my was my coming up turf. And I mean, they used to, they love strippers there. They give them awards. I used to win awards and shit. I, they, they should give awards to strippers in every town. 
You they know? should. Like LA, they don't care about us. They just like uh, strippers, ooh, hide them. But like in Portland, they're like put them on a pedestal. These are our celebrities. We don't even like real celebrities, or they like real celebrities, but they're not gonna admit it. Like right. if you name drop like real celebrities in Portland, people like roll their eyes, but they really want to meet those celebrities. Right, right. They're like, oh, we don't care about Hollywood celebrities, and then you name drop. They're like, oh, where, where are they? Where? No, are they'll, they'll, they'll act like, oh, I see you name dropping, but then really they're like, oh God, I hope I meet them someday. Yeah, right. They're with, like in the inside. They want to mm-hmm. play it cool on the outside. Like, no, yeah, they try so hard I to like act like. I drink micro brewery beers, oh, yeah. and, and you know, I don't like celebrities. I'm more mm-hmm. like, you know, what's cool earth. for that here? We like underground artists. Right, but as soon as they see us, the Tom Cruise or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, if you get popular, you sold out. Yeah, I, mm. I just like people that are real, you know. I know, same. And that's why I hate it when people are like, "Oh yeah, strippers." Like you said, you're not like, "Oh no," like politicians and all that. They're like, or the preachers of the churches. They go, "No, it's wrong," but they're the ones in the they VIP. They all hang out with us. Booth. Exactly, girl. Mm-hmm. And they're right there. Oh, cast your vote for me, but they're in the back room at the strip club. Mm-hmm. Getting blue balls or and they're going on. to the to the dirtier one. They're they're going they're going hardcore too. So, so you witnessed this? Oh, huh? I know it. Oh yeah, see, I know mm-hmm. it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's why when fools are out there, like, no, you need to do the right thing, and no, this is wrong, and being gay is wrong, and strippers are wrong. Like, oh, cabron, I got my eye on you because I know you're right there, probably with a ball gag in your mouth, getting things put up your ass, huh? The, oh, sorry. No, no, the ones that scream the loudest against it are always the ones who are doing it in the side. Exactly, girl. Mm-hmm. When people are speaking up about it that much, it's like red flag, mm-hmm. you know, red flag. Mm-hmm. Why are you hating? Mm-hmm. He probably has a what do you call it? A butt plug right there. Oh, in his he's, ass he's, he's vibrating as he's saying it. Yeah, just oh, you know, this mm-hmm. and that, and yeah, hundred percent. But you know, to each is their own. But don't try to tell me how to live my life. Exactly. So I just want to, well, first I want to give you props, girl, because I know you're retired and all that, but we met when you were still, you know, getting after it, doing your thing. And I would go in there to like, oh, and I have to admit, I went, when I started going, I was going to support homegirls and this and that, but I was like, oh, you know, maybe I could give them notes and da, 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 you know, like I, you know, because I like to be confident and do my thing. And obviously I look good, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I don't want to state the obvious, but I shine daily. And so... I went into the club like, oh, let me see these, you know, their cute little acts, whatever. But then I saw you take the stage and boom, you just like, wow, when you had that hair like that, oh, all yeah. crazy. And you went to the the top of the pole mm-hmm. and put your legs, you have strong legs, and piernas muy fuertes. And I was like, ay, cabrona, mira. And I was looking up like that, like I was surrendering to your power in that moment. Mm-hmm. I said, dang, now I'm the one taking notes all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So I had misjudged. And for that, you know, I'm... I'm I'm, I, I was mistaken. I apologize because I saw that and I was like, wow, you know, it gave me energy. I was oh, inspired. I, I'm sure you could still teach me a thing or two. Yeah, well, I know I can, but okay. I'm trying to be humble right now <laughs> for this moment. Um, but yeah, I was just amazed, like the strength that you had mm-hmm. and how the room just came alive, you know, and including myself. I said, hey, cabrona, thank you for your mm-hmm. presence, everything. And you were strong, you know, and you were, you were just so nice to everybody, a good energy. And like, you know, that's what's up. I always kind of viewed myself as like a jester dancing for kings and queens, you know. I just always want everyone to feel like entertained and I'm like a, or like I'm like a dolphin at SeaWorld or something. I, <laughs> I see con un dolphin. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're the top dolphin girl. Yeah, and like the dollars are like the little fishes people are throwing oh. for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what's up. That's what I'm And you were doing all the, the dolphin moves. <laughs> Yeah, like that. Yeah. Except you had strong legs, you know. Yeah, but they're yeah. they're like I said, like your fins. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. 
Low and away for ball four. That's another walk for Castro. Uh, looks like McGillis has seen enough here. He's making his way out to the mound. Signaling for the bullpen. That'll be the big lefty Chavez coming out to hopefully stop some of the bleeding here. As we make our way into another pitching change, is a perfect time to introduce our special guest from the Little Homie Awareness Foundation, Junior Galavis. Oh, dang, fool. It's a trip to be here. I'm all excited. A lot of people don't know that we are in the middle of Little Homie Awareness Month. Yeah, fool. Uh, can you tell us a little about that, Junior? Uh, well, little homies are adult males who between the heights of 5'3 and 5'7. And I go to that foundation, the one off uh, Figueroa, and I've been going there for about three years now, fool. And uh, they've got computers and camping and special outings like, like this one right now. And yeah, looks like you've all taken over the bleachers there, huh? <laughs> yeah, so they put us in the bleacher section because, you know, you could fit more of us like per capita or how they say food. Um, but we come out and support like, you know, the homie Sean Astin, food. He was, um, you know, he's the Lord of the Rings homie. He threw out the first pitch. Food. And so, yeah, he made it all the way to the catcher's mitt without bouncing it or nothing. Um, so yeah, he didn't even have to like throw it from the front of the mound, or you know sometimes um, you fools put like old people or people with um, like physical disabilities up into the front. So he didn't have to do none of that fool. So you know that says something right there. Johnson takes the first pitch for a called strike. What is it that you like people to know about your organization that uh, some might not know? Well, the main thing is who is that? You know we're people too, homie. And despite like how we might look to others, we actually can do everything that like normal size uh, men can do. Johnson swings and finds the gap. He's got some speed on him there. He's rounding first, rounding second. Okay, the third base coach Mariota is telling him to hold on third there. That's a triple for Johnson, his fifth of the season. That'll bring a little life in the stands. Oh dang, third base, who he made it. Hey, Mr. Announcer, maybe you could help me with this. So I was mm -hmm. hooking up with this Haina, and okay. we were macking food for like 10 minutes in her car because my car's in the shop right now. Oh. Um, but anyways, we were in her driveway, and I started to fill her up, you know, like consensually because oh. she was letting me and everything. Um, oh. And then mm -hmm. she had unbuttoned the top of her pants, food, and I was oh. like, okay, okay. The food, it's on, you know? Oh, and yeah, so absolutely. she had grabbed my bottle, food. Like, yeah, but from the outside of my pants, oh, but she grabbed it um, nonetheless. Count goes to two and two here. And, you know, and I started to move my hand, like, across her stomach, food. Oh, And then down nice. to the top of her panties, food. And oh, I wow. put my finger under the elastic, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. just, like, just when I was going to go and, and, like, go a little lower, she had moan, food. She goes, mm, like that, you know? Right, so like, right, oh, right. dang, on me, like, it's really on, you know? Uh-huh, So I kept uh -huh. moving my hand down, food. And then, you know, I think I touched the top of her hair down there, food, her little patch or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, nice. And right nice. when I touched it, she moaned again, like, mm, you know. And then, but right before I was going to go down and touch it, food. You got like, a full you know, count here, like, folks? Her, you know what I mean? Um, her brother came out, food, and scared us. And I was like, oh, dang. And oh, she had got all kill. mad at him. You know, she's like, hey, like, you know, you're always ruining things. Uh -huh. And then, you know, he he, he did, though, food, like, ruined the, the moment or the mood or whatever, because... She didn't want to mac anymore, homie. So my question to you is, Mr. Announcer, is is like, is that making it to second base or third base, Fu? Well, that's a tough call because you were in the area. 
past the elastic, so you're definitely in the zone, as they say. Oh, yeah, fool. I was in the zone because I had touched her hair and everything, fool. It was all soft and curly. Wild pitch into the dirt. Hernandez does a great job to recover and hold Johnson at third. Uh, so, Junior, was it thick? The hair? Uh-huh. Yeah, it would definitely was thicker, fool. And, but it was like sato food, like she had put conditioner on it. In fact, I know she did because it had smelled like um, salon selectives. Uh, like apples, right? Foul ball. That's a souvenir for a lucky fan. Oh, trip out, fool. You know about the apple smell? Well, Junior, in order to get to third base, I think the listeners would agree. They said you have to actually not only touch it, but, uh, you know, you have to insert a finger, or at least the tip of a finger. Oh, dang. But that's still good, right, food? Like what I did? I think the important thing is that, you know, you're out there playing the game. Uh, mm. If you were just about stats, then you'd be missing out on what's really important. Oh, yeah. Like if, you know, she let me go that far, who then who knows what might happen next time we kick it. <laughs> we might actually, like, like do it. Or, or maybe she'll even chop me up, food. You gotta expect Werther to take a swing on this next pitch, and he does! Oh, and it's going back, back, and it's gone! Out of here! That is the 16th home run this year for Werther. Oh, dang. Hey, Mr. Announcer, the, my homies are texting me, fool. I gotta go back down there to my seats. I guess one of the homies caught the ball. Hey, but thank you for your wisdom and everything. All right, later, fool. And you're welcome, Junior. Hopefully we'll be celebrating a home run of yours soon, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. 
Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. We got that laughter for your soul. You're now tuned in to the Frankie Quinones Show. So what was your favorite place or favorite city, favorite venue, favorite night even to dance in? Oh my God, there's so many good ones. I mean, I got to perform for so many people. I loved, I used to dance at the House of Blues. I used to dance <gasps> at the, uh, the um, what you call it, the... Whiskey a go go. I danced for so many wow, bands. Legendary I, places. I love the Steel Panther nights. <gasps> wow. Those were so good because you got to like relive the 80s, like in its like almost pure form, even though they're tongue in cheek and they're kind of making fun of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, there's just girls taking their tops off. There's people making out everywhere. It's just like, but it's it's not, it's also, it's not like serious. Like people aren't really like being grimy. They're actually just being playful. Right. And it's still Panther. I those are good times. It. The chichis are out. The vibes are out. Yeah. I mean, and I would go on stage with those guys and I'd get, I'd encourage the girls to take their tops off too and pull their pants down and like, oh, we just had a great time. Yeah, that's good. So you bring that vibe. Like, it's okay. Be comfortable yeah. as long as you're around good people and yeah, everything. Yeah, nobody, you know? nobody there is, like, putting anything in anyone. They're just... Right, they're just, unless they want to maybe later. I don't he, know. Yeah. Backstage, we don't know, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you know how backstage is. Yeah, you can get crazy back there, you know, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, you know... Yeah, but it's like Vegas. You know what happens backstage. It's... Right, right. It stays in there. That's why, you know, no cameras in that green room, cabrones, you know. Mm -hmm. Because there might be a lot of thumbs, you know. So many thumbs. And a lot of of, uh, waterfalls going on. Juices everywhere. Exactly. And that should just stay in in there. You Mm -hmm. know, people don't need to see that. It's more of a thing that you leave for right there in that moment. It's just a special moment you get to have. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, adjust the levels and Mm -hmm. work the thumbs and the tennis rackets and todo. Yeah. But shout out to Still Panther for that. Yeah, yeah, the homies love them. Bringing the good vibes, the playful vibes, and the chichis out. Yeah, that, and then, you know, working in Portland, the the club I worked at there, I mean, it was just a different time. We were, it was, I can't even explain it. It was like the Beatles or something, you know? It's just, it all happened together at the same time. At the same time, the Suicide Girls came out, which I wasn't one, but they, like, were promoting all these tattooed stripper looking girls and like so stripper like strippers with tattoos were becoming cool and so all of us at our club were getting like worshipped and it just I tell you it was, it was like the heyday of that it time. was the heyday because I mean it was new and you know now it's kind of run its course and it's not like you know how any I don't know how to describe it but like anything that gets like 
it is played out after a while or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like girls with tattoos are, but I'm just saying like the the I don't know the way that we were at the time, and that's like all the different we we were all dancing to all the different genres of music. Everybody had their own like forte, and mm-hmm. I got to once again I was like reliving all the '80s rock stuff, and I loved it. Oh, that sounds so cool. It was good. Dang, girl. Yeah, but I heard and when, the first time I went to Portland, and then they have so many good clubs there, strip clubs. They even had a, a vegan one. I don't know. Oh, I yeah, like, you know what though? I'm not. I I I just that club. It's cool to go as a as a customer kind of like but as not a novelty. To dance there. Oh, the shade that goes on. <gasps> the shade. It's like I can't even. I don't even know if I should talk about. It. I'll probably go like get uh what you call it, um I get, like eighty six from there. No, I would yeah, I wouldn't care. But no, yeah, who cares? defamation, can get defamation. Weird I'd probably get a defamation case against me or something. Right. I mean, cause, well, it'd be true, but then they have to prove it. But They'll I just be like, oh, she doesn't like. Oh, I love vegans, but like this club is do it like that's the thing too it's like so they're like a vegan club right but then they treat the girls like literal like they're like sex like they're real cheeseburgers they're not impossible exactly. burgers exactly that's mm-hmm. terrible yeah I'm telling you that's just maybe it's different now yeah I hopefully they change management or something but I also thought it was interesting back in the day like um, I swear one time I went there you know like, did you ever go did you ever go? Yes, I've been there. And but you, it's a place that has a $2 bill, Scannel. That's like, what I'm saying. Yes. The $2 bills. Okay, those, I swear to God, one time when I went there and they were giving me the $2 bills, I swear they pulled them off of like, you know how, like, uh, not post-it notes, but kind of like that where they have like the sticky back and they pulled it. I swear they made those. <gasps> you know what? You know what's crazy that you said that? It's because they, they forced you to get them at the door. I think you luego I tried to spend them and nobody would take them. So I'm like, what's up? It's and somebody like said, and somebody said, I don't know if these are real. You have to take them to the bank. And I so they're still think. at my my path. I gotta I take them to have, the bank. I still have some too, from like 20 years ago. Hey, okay. So heads up on that place. Hopefully I mean, they change management maybe and they that they change, don't listen to this podcast. But but I don't know. It was very sus. Yeah, yeah. They should treat all cheeseburgers the same, whether it's they real should. carne or, or impossible meat. Exactly. Okay, it should be one love, and they're not doing that. No. I. Hey, welcome back, folks, to BMPX 90.7. This is your host, Earn Love. And we are going to kick off the freestyle hour with a classic Don't Take by the one and only Mikey Perez. You know what I'm saying? I'm just looking for that girl, that right one, one that knows what's up. Are you out there, girl? See, the thing is, I ain't trying to waste no time. I'm looking for that real one. Come on, girl. Uh, do you feel it? I know you feel it. So let's rock it. Something special. Let's make it last. Tired of the lies, girl, I'm done with you. Now that it's over, what can I do? Maybe you were just in my dreams And when I wake up, I don't know what it means Don't take, don't take me home tonight Unless you want this bottle, baby Don't take, don't take me home tonight Unless you want my webbles, baby Out of the cold and pouring 
waste all this time I know you love it Right, girl. Don't waste my time. If we're gonna get it in, let's get it in. <laughs> this is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
we got that laughter for your soul. You're now tuned in to the Frankie Quinones Show. Because you know there's a lot of folks that go into strip clubs and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, how they, they dismiss street women in general. For those, that's why I have this ring. Oh, a yeah. lot of there's some folks out there that have this imprint on their forehead because when they try to get crazy with me, dangerous. Hey, hey, come here, I'm gonna tell you something. Luego, boom! I throw just a quick little jab to the head and I, you know, but at yeah. least I'm marked. Oh well, yeah. I will tell you, girl. I lived on the streets for a long time, and I just have a, I have a radar for the danger, mm-hmm. so I just avoid them. But, you know, anytime anybody ever did confront me, like, and be disrespectful, like, I'd get in their face. Like, I, I'm nice. I'm super peaceful. Oh, no, I know you have that type, though, girl. But you can bring the streets out of me if you make, if you disrespect me. I will, I don't tolerate it. That's the thing. It's like, I'm just not a submissive female. I will be like, play the role for the job, you know, like a little bit and be like, oh, yeah, give me a dollar. You know? <laughs> But, like, for real, if, like, you know, there'd be... Okay. Where I used to work here, mm-hmm. um, try not to uh, talk too much shit, because, um, whatever. I mean, they fired all of us right before COVID. That's cool, but whatever. Um, like, a whole... The whole... All of us girls mm-hmm. got fired. But um, that's cool. Whatever. Make your money. I get it. They wanted to, you know, change to a different style of club. Fine. Anyways... The owner of that club, I also have a weird, like, love-hate for them. Like, mm-hmm. I miss, it's like a father and son own it, and I, like, miss those guys. Like, I want to, like, hang out with them and, like, hug them and be like, I miss you guys, because I've worked there for nine years. Yeah, right, like, family. Right. Yeah. But they also are, like, want to be, like, um, mafioso guys, and they used to let all their, like, mafioso-type friends come in there and act mafioso, but they're probably not mafioso. They're wannabe guys, too, and they're just sitting there all night inside the club smoking their cigarettes like fucking whores look at these fucking whores come talk to me you fucking whore let me put my cigarette out on you and like they you know some girls are like fine with it they'd be like i'm gonna make some money off these guys i don't care if they want to disrespect me or whatever i just don't well also i can't stand cigarettes sorry and so i also wouldn't sit with them for that reason but um they'd be like come come talk come sit with me and be like no and like one guy one time grabbed me and he's like come sit with me and i was like if you touch me again you will get a shoe in your fucking eye and he was just like what's your problem you know like what's what's the big deal yeah, i just they act like you're the yeah, one that's like, in the wrong what, what, just i just want to talk to you i was like you don't need to touch me learn my name and he was and i walked away that's but, right girl that's right you're my home girl you're a real one you that's know? right Mm-hmm. Dang. I mean, I'm sure, like, if somebody really wanted to fuck with me, they could. I'm a small person, but I'm still going to fight for myself. Yeah, yeah, but still, I bet you that cabron was like, okay, let me, I don't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. No. Or he's just like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I'll go to the next one, man. Yeah, she's drama. Yeah, yeah, she's drama because she spoke up for herself. Right. Ay, cabron, man. He would get one of these right there. Oh, you want oh, I should have had one of those. I just had this. You want on your forehead, cabron? I'll tell him like, ay, cabron, now there you go. Let me see that. Yeah. I need a pepper spray, too. See? Watch out. See, if you try to mess with my homegirl malice, you're going to get, like, like the spray. Y luego, boom. And who knows where that's going to go. You know? Right. Peeky-boo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my eye. Ay, cabron, yeah. Like that. So 
mm-hmm. yeah, don't disrespect the ojos. Yeah, she'll get you in the ojos like that. Mm-hmm. Then you're like that, and then she'll do the and then put the, the spray the in noises around, <laughs> and then you're trying to find her, but you don't have no eye. Where's that dolphin? Right. No, cabrón, the dolphin swam away. Mm-hmm. Okay, get alive and quit messing around with my homegirl. That's right. That's right, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, my list girl. Thanks so much for being here. Now we're going to take a call, okay? So I do my segment advice with JC. Here we go. You know what time it is. Relationships ain't always what they seem. You got to be on the same page to fulfill the dream. Talking it out will help you realize things you didn't see. That's why it's time to call in for advice with JC. Okay, we have our first caller. Hi, who is this? This is Meredith from Meredith, Agora Hills. Oh, yeah. oh, you're calling from Hi. Agora Hills. Oh, it's nice yes. there. Yes, yes. It's, it's very hot today. So so yeah. what's up? You're, I hear you're having some issues with your man or in the bedroom. Yeah, or? yeah, I am. Um, well, so we, so he has a really strong thumb. Mm. And I, I really, really like it. Um, so we we did that a lot, you know, for a while. Oh, but like, so thumb play. But yeah, but like now the thing is, we, every time we we start to do it, he um, he always uses his thumb, you know. So it's it's just kind of like I, I wish he would use like a different finger or like we could try something else like it just feels kind of like that's like now he knows I love it you know and it, it's and it's great it's great don't get me wrong okay, but yeah. I just I just don't want to like ha- like always do that you know because oh, it just okay, gets kind of so- so yeah. you you address this. This is interesting. I got the homegirl Malice here. She's a legend. Okay. Um, okay. But it was interesting. We were talk, talking about thumb play earlier and how it could bring a lot of squirting and a lot of fun. And um, like my man has a strong thumb. I don't want to brag, but he's a, you know, he played uh, tennis in college at um, UC Santa Cruz. He's a banana slug and his thumb resembles a banana slug. So it all made sense, you know, to me. So it was a lot of fun because he was using that banana slug to make me squirt and have a good time. Oh, wow. But, but I feel you. I had to address, like, hey, Caron, there's other things we can do besides your big thumb. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. So are you having issues communicating this to him or? Yeah, I, I, I am because I, I just don't want, I, I'm afraid that if I say something, then, you know, it'll hurt his feelings and then he'll get really insecure about his thumb. And mm. I just don't want him to feel really insecure about his thumb, you know, because it is really nice. It's just, um, I love variety. You know, I really love variety. Right. Who doesn't, girl? You got to mix it up. Malice, do you have any yeah. advice that you could maybe give her how she could tell her, man, like, I mean, I've been in that same situation before. I had a guy who really liked me to like play like I was dead. And then uh-huh. it got more and more severe to the point like he wanted me to like lay by the window and get cold, like icy cold and lay there like a dead body. And then he started putting me in the tub full of ice. And it just got to a point I had to actually like, I mean, I had to flip out. I actually flipped out. But like, you don't want it yeah. to get to that point. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. just... Maybe while you're in the middle and he's got the thumb in there, like take it out and start showing him some other places to put it. Right? Or other fingers. Because you don't want to get to a place where you want to cut off the thumb. Like, I'm going to cut it off. He needs that thumb, girl. 
mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because just yeah. like raccoons, they need that thumb, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Maybe you can, you can have a moment. Like, put a pillow on your lap, grab his hand, put it on the pillow, you know? Like, kind of how yeah. you present a ring or something. And then, yeah. and then pet the thumb and just let him know, hey, we had a, we had a lot of fun. I appreciate you. You know, maybe put some lotion. Thank you, thumb. You know, mm-hmm. we had, and then, and then kind of be, make it at peace, you know, and look at your man, say, thank you for that. But now, look it, you know, maybe you could do now this, whatever they say, and this right. one, and this one, point out the other fingers, y luego go to his thigh, into his, into his webbles, and kind of grow there into the taint area, and be like, Look at look at how much other things there are to explore, and that might lead yeah. to something. You know, would you agree, Melissa? Oh, I know. You you make the thumb join in with all the other fingers into a fist. Oh yeah. There you go. That's taking it to the next level. Yeah. Okay. So I think okay. So we got it. Send the thumb to even if it's just to Carolina Island on a group up for a couple of days, cabrona. You know, and then have them come back. Y luego, yeah. you know, do your stretches and get ready for that fist. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Oh, my gosh, you're amazing. Thank you so much, JC. Okay, thank you, Meredith. Have fun right there. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Oh, I hope she gets fisted. That's great. Yeah, that sounds fun for her. Right there under the trees in Agora Hills. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, you guys, that's been it, our interview. Shout out to my homegirl, Malice Girl. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, it's, oh, it's always a pleasure just being in your presence, girl. We should do a bikini shoot together sometime. We can do it. Yeah. I don't want you to get jealous of how I do, though, girl, because I'm not retired yet, you know? Oh, I know, girl. I know what you got. <laughs> That's what's up. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Ooh, muchísimas gracias, gente, for tuning in to another episode of the Frankie Quiñones Show, presented by Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network. Shout out to the homies Hans, Olivia, Nick, the homie Earn Dog here in the studio, James Fritz, Kevin Kamia, Bobby, DJ Muggs, the legendary Soul Assassins, Familia. You know how we do, homie. Thank you for giving Raza an opportunity on the get down. And if you get a chance, homies, go ahead and rate and review the podcast or continue living your life. We'll see you on the next episode of the Frankie Quiñones Show. That's what's up right there. All right. This is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.